Best player in the yo, NBA. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? Listen to the Fair Weather Podcast. You're joined with A-Rod, Sammy, and Vic. We talking basketball right now. We're, like, deep in the conversation. This is a fun time of the year. Wait, now, we're you, live? Yeah, we're live. We're live, baby. Yeah, we're live. Oh, shit. Yeah, listen. Normally, I think everybody expected to me be expecting me to be on the show very depressed today. And I am. But I already got over it. I already cried. The tears are already out. You know, elephant in the room. Yeah, the Phillies letting me down again last night. It's like all my teams lately have been so good, and then they keep losing in the finals and in the championships and in the playoffs. And it's like I'd much rather just, you know, kill me early instead of kill me late. But you know what? I'm good. Show, gun. I'll, I'll show me the gun. But I'm good because as baseball is ending for me, basketball is picking back up. And this is like one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, yeah. In the fall when basketball is picked up. Football's in the middle of the season. It's like the weather's getting a little bit nicer. So I'm happy. I'm okay. I'm chilling. How's everybody else doing? Sammy, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. So I'm going to try my best to be an MC, but I got the Celtics-Knicks game over here on the side. That is also why we're obviously streaming a little bit earlier. But, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited for the NBA season, man, and excited for the talk we're going to have today. So. Big. Hey, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, come back to me because I'm, I'm right now. I'm uh, I'm comparing Jason Tatum's defensive rating uh, for, uh, from 20 uh, 2021 to 2022 to the 2022 2023 season. So come okay. right back to me. All right. Hey, Rob, what's up? Uh, your resident Knicks fan here, just chilling with a bunch of townies in a Philly. So I'm good, man. I'm, I'm chilling. And what's the craziest, wackiest thing you've seen this week? Craziest, wackiest thing I've seen, I think, is Dwight Howard coming out now. <laughs> Wave that flag, brother. Come on Let out there. Let that man live, man. Let that man live. Hey, he's listen. Been, we've been all I care about is if he's happy. It. If he's happy, I, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy Just for him. Be happy, bro. Just be comfortable in your own skin, bro. That's all. Okay with it, bro. I have no problem, but I just think it's it's crazy. I remember, like, what was it? A couple years back, he got popped with a, tra- with a, with a trainee that came out against him. And said some things about him, and he denied it. And now you got this guy, no, no physical charges, but like a, a dispute over money is now being being thrown out there. And he's gonna get that money, boy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, uh, so KK, you were right. Uh, Tim's defense did slide a little bit, but his net rating was better. Uh, net rating was better last year than it was uh, the. the- previous year and i will i will say this a rod sorry to cut you off but just to add to what you were saying he who denied it supplied it if you know what i'm saying <laughs> or hides it one are of the talking two? about a fart like <laughs> whoever yeah, smells nah, it yeah. they're talking about a fart <laughs> we are talking about a fart sammy what, what's what's crazy and wacky for you man i'm mad that a rod took mine but i could just elaborate on it like we were talking about beforehand like i i saw the report and like it was super casual all the comments on the report right and i'm like i, I thought of that meme from uh what is it um <clears throat> where it's the guy from um was it are we there yet or or like the 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 movie with Anyway, so I'm sitting there reading the, the white kid where he's like, oh, you guys are getting paid or you know what I mean? Like that, 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 uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I, I was thinking, I was the same thing where everybody was kind of just casual about like, oh, Dwight Howard's an idiot, whatever. And I was like, wait, did everybody know he was gay? Which again, I don't care. Live your life, right? But I, that was a shocking thing to me because this is what, how many years he's been in the league? And I didn't even know that. But I guess I don't know ball, but. Sammy, you yeah, you don't know ball. Yeah, you don't know ball, bro. You know, you know, if you know ball, you know Dwight Howard also yeah. knows ball. So, so which is cool. You know what I mean? It's cool. I'm yeah. just, you know. But listen, mine a little yeah. bit, mine a little bit unsports related. You know, this whole shit that's been going on. First of all, if I watch another broadcast with Tony Romo or whoever else is on the broadcast, and Taylor Swift is on the sh- is on is at the stadium, I'm not watching the game. I've seen her face too much over the over the last week, and it's, it's driving me crazy. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk I'm gonna bring this up I mean, to that, that shit. Though, so. Who cares, bro? Like, is she the first uh, celebrity to be with an NFL player? Like, come on, like get like I get it. She's there. Like they make all these references, like all these song references, and I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all sound so corny. So, can, I mean, can, they, can I put it into perspective for you? Can I put it into perspective for you? I'm listening. It would be like it would be like if. Michael Jackson was dating Dwight Howard. <laughs> yo, yo, dog. Hey, he's a light skin, so maybe. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have Michael back in the box today. Look at him. Oh, look at him. He's hanging out with Dwight's brother. Oh, wow, it's beautiful. Oh, anyway, my, I, you know what? I, th- I think I know what it is. It's because every time I see. Uh, Every time I see Taylor Swift, now I got to see Brittany Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes. And those two <laughs> drive me fucking crazy. They drive me crazy. So maybe that's what's bothering me. But yeah. speaking about women on dates, right? Y'all seen this shit with that chick on TikTok talking about Cheesecake Factory um, is not an acceptable first date. Have you not seen that yet? I have. I, I actually I saw the I saw the Barstool Minuteman. Okay. <clears throat> uh, about that. Yeah. So here's a list. Here's her top ten of places that she will not like to be taken on on the first date. Well, I don't know <laughs> if this is just her or this is women in general that did a poll, but yeah, I think it was women in general. All right. Cheesecake Factory. Mind you, this was the first date. Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, the Movies, Your House. Any fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, and Wingstop. Now, I don't know. I, I'm, I, you know, call, call me uh, old fashioned or something like that. But like, who the hell do you think you are? If you think all of those ten places are not acceptable, the movie theater, Cheesecake Factory. I, have y'all ever been I will to say this. Factory? I will say this. So, sh- shame on her for saying Cheesecake Factory is not good for a first date. I don't know you well enough to take you to the Capitol Grill. I'm sorry for a first date. Yeah, I'll take you to the Cheesecake Factory. But if a girl thinks that they're cool enough for me to take her to Buffalo Wild Wings, hell no. That means I'm not paying attention to you. And I'd rather go to Buffalo Wild Wings and enjoy the wings or enjoy the sauce, I should say, and watch sports. I'm not taking a girl there. You know what I mean? Let's say she's a Patriots fan and you're like, yo, I I met this cool-ass chick. She wants to go watch the game with me tomorrow at Buffalo Wild Wings. You wouldn't take her to Buffalo Wild Wings? You better pray Capital Grill has TVs in there. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, bruh. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. As, as, as somebody <clears throat> who hasn't gone on a, a date with anybody that's not their wife in I don't know, 10 years, something like that. Good for um, you, bro. I, Good for you. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, 
I, I thought all those places were awesome. I thought, <laughs> I thought, I, I thought, hey, honey, want to go to Chipotle today? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like, basically, they just, they said, like, okay, no chain restaurants for dates. But, like, okay, is this what the world we're living in? This is the thing. It's like, all right, now, now y'all, like, I've already got this image of angry old man on the porch thing. And now you guys are making me show that even more here. Okay. But I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I I I prefer like the, the cheesecake factories over the mom to pop, mom and pop. There's a reason cheesecake factory is cheesecake factory. Vic, is she the new and Mama villain? Bellows is Mama Bellows on the sidewalk somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, that shit is it's not like cheesecake factory is cheap. Like that that bill no. will earn you a little bit oh, of money. Big and time. And you and have the a menu. Whole, yeah, the, the menu, menu is so fast. Exactly. The menu is amazing. I'm overwhelmed you by can't it. To find be honest, something on the menu you don't like. So. I don't know, man. That's, I don't know. These women, y'all, y'all got to chill. Like, come on, man. Like, y'all want us to be six feet tall. Y'all want us to take you to Capitol Grill. You want us to have this much money, fish. You know, can can, can you know can can fight like y'all. Y'all driving Mercedes. Driving Mercedes. No, they ain't no build a bear for us. It's what you, you get. Pick, you what pick you me get. up in a Camry. Oh my God! Like, oh damn! I'm responsible. My bad. Yeah, right. I, I care I'm about the environment. Sorry. My bad. I got a Prius. Okay, whatever. Pull up in your Camry. My last one had a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I close the door and drive away. Oh, yeah, right. Home. I got I'm church, bitch. See ya. <laughs> well, it was nice meeting you. Adios. I right. broke. <laughs> Let's get back on topic. Go ahead, Sammy. Take us away. Where we at? Hey, man. So, no college football this week, unfortunately, for all of you, just because we got so much NBA content we're going to talk about. We're obviously going to get into NFL. We're going to try to go by as quickly as possible with a lot of NFL stuff because, you know, NFL is still always relevant no matter kind of what season we're in. But, yeah, and then after that, we're diving straight into the NBA pause. <laughs> and, yeah, I got a great who you love for hey, us. Hey, just like then, Dwight Howard, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know ball, Yo, baby. So you like kind of slowed down when you got there You're like because oh, i knew I, I was like i don't know how else to word this so i'm just gonna do it <laughs> all right first and foremost um so so kk <clears throat> obviously last week you had a little bit um, of a situation right um the first eagles lost to the jets and then we had this sunday come around or Monday. Was it Monday? Sunday or Monday? Sunday or Monday night? It was Sunday night. Yeah, it was Sunday night because I, I remember I was um, running on the treadmill. And, bro, tremendous, tremendous victory. So I know you're just coming off the loss of the Phillies, but... Which I told you wasn't. I wasn't really overly concerned about. Right, but now this gives you the opportunity to, to, yeah. to kind of get excited about the Eagles again, right? Like, yeah, the one loss, whatever, glad it happened now, but now, like, that's a huge win. You guys got a huge win against Miami. So so go through some of your thoughts from that game, man. The the win for me was that we held our offense to 10 points. I was I was nervous about they about to just run us out the building and make us have to score 45 with them. They Besides that pick six that they got to give them 17 points, we held their offense to 10 points. That, to me, was the biggest win I could ask for. On top of the fact that, you know, again, against the Jets last week, our defense was a little bit hobbled. You know, I'm happy Slay was able to play. I'm happy uh, you know, Brad Berry is able to play. Eli Riggs played really well, undrafted free agent from Alabama, who I don't know how he didn't get drafted. Uh, and then we're going to talk about um, some buyers and sellers in, in a little bit, but obviously, you know, what we added to our secondary as well after the fact. So, you know, and to see Jalen Carter just get after the quarterback, Hassan Reddick, Stopping the run and getting after the quarterback, Josh Sweat. Putting pre- like, I'm so happy to see that our defensive line 
is picking up where they left off of last year. Our offensive line is, is holding up. Uh, we got to cut down on the turnovers, obviously, but a lot of these turnovers are like, you know, like the pick, the pick six that happened. That was just, I mean, that was just great ball skills, and he was able to, uh, you know, you know, back the ball down. Oh, wow. Thanks, Matt Howard. Wow. <laughs> anyway, he was able to tip the ball. God damn. <laughs> and obviously, it was, it was, you know, it was a cool play. The, you know, the fumble, all that stuff was whatever. But like I said last week, and like I said this week, and how I'm feeling about this team, I was never down on the team. I know we just got to stay healthy. I'm happy that we added who we added. And, you know, to hold Miami's offense to 10 points, pat on the back. Because everyone's going to be like, oh, well, Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, which is cool. They didn't play. But they also don't play offense. So to hold that offense to 10 points, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. Um, <clears throat> Sammy, do you mind if I, uh, I just give, uh, give, give out the team stats real quick? Please. Uh, I, you know, you know, I like to be the numbers guy. I like to come in, uh, quick here. I, I, I totally agree with KK, everything he said there. And, and on top of that, I agree with, uh, the fact that Miami are frauds. So you just see how this game wasn't even as close as the 14 point margin would ha- let, uh, let you have it. So, um, Miami ran, uh, only 48 offensive plays the whole game, uh, uh compared to, uh, the Eagles 68 time of possession. 13 more minutes to go to the Eagles. And then if you look at the at the sack percentage, Jalen Hurts was only sacked 8.8% of the time. Um, and uh, sacks taken, four to three. Not not big disparity there, but what it comes down to is the red zone efficiency, gentlemen. These birds are killers in the red zone. Four out of six, 67% in the red zone to Miami's 0 for 1. And from somebody that knows what it's like to be 0% in the red zone, I know for a fact this is a big play scoring team, Miami. And if they don't get the big plays, they cannot win the game. Limit big plays, you can beat Miami. And the Eagles gave you a blueprint um, the other night. So I, I, I like this Eagles team going forward. I am down on Miami. And yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Can I, really, can I just really, really quick after that? And keep in mind, you said that that's the score uh, wasn't as close as it seemed or whatever, right? Like the end of the game. We had the ball with the last couple of minutes of the game, and we decided to kneel the ball. We could have definitely, we could have won the game thirty-eight uh, to, to seventeen. So, absolutely. But go ahead, A. Rock. Yeah, I'm. I'm coming. I'm coming back to life with what I said about the Dolphins in the past. I, I think that seventy-point game just made me want to see the smoke and mirrors. But I'm with you, Vic. I think they're pretenders. I think there's something there that just they can't get over the hump. I don't know if it's injuries. I don't know if it's cockiness i don't know if it's they want to blow the smoke up our ass pause uh i don't know what it is so uh i'm i'm everything i've been saying about the eagles i think i'm pretty spot on even in my pick about saying aj brown is going to be that dude this year aj brown is that dude he's he's having a good year and he's one of those players that gets caught up and we we know him but we don't talk about him enough we want to stick to the the big three receivers that are out there and give them all the praise but A.J. Brown is is showing that he can be elite, and I still say that I think he still is elite. So, um, yeah, tip of the hat to the Eagles, man. Fly, Eagles, fly. I don't want to take too much away from the Dolphins, though. I think they ran into a buzzsaw. That's our defense. There's a reason why the, the disparity was 68 to 48 plays, because we don't get off the field. We already know that when it's first down, it's not first and 10 for us. It's first and nine, because no matter what, if it's a yard away, we're doing a tush push. We did the tush push 
or brotherly show up on our 26-yard line. Like, that is how ballsy we are with that whole situation. There's almost two so, yards, too, on that one. That was crazy. It, exactly. And there was never a doubt that we were not going to get that first down. Yeah, so, there was a doubt. There was a little bit of a doubt. There was never a doubt, It's undeniable. And, and on top of that, two KK, yards, though? This, this this what, Eagles team the Eagles team reminds me of a of 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 a Patriots team back in the day, and I'll tell you why. So if you look at look at the look at the penalty yards, right? How many penalty yards did the Eagles have? Zero, zero, zero penalties in, a, in an NFL game. Yep. Ten to zero, guys. That's insane. Seventy yards. Seventy yards was the disparity oh, between the two team teams. Too, like, everybody's real amped up the play, so like you yep. know, and keep in mind, we did commit some penalties, but they were always offset by by Miami's penalties. So it's like, you know, for mm-hmm. us to kind of just, you know, keep our composure, that that was another – you know, Mike McDaniels is a young coach, and so is Sirianni, but Sirianni seems to already have, you know, like he has everybody, like, following the leader type of situation. And, you know, Miami is Miami. Like, you know, there's South Beach and Pat Riley's crib and 8th Street. And you know what I'm talking about? They got a lot of shit going on down there, so – it's hard to get everybody uh, like that. Whereas the Philly, this is cold, you know, sad, gray. <laughs> All you got to do is play football. <laughs> yeah, just 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 don't wear if they if they don't wear Sixers jerseys to big games, they'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vic, I'm glad you got to the Patriots point because that was going to be kind of my next question with our little quick fairweather round robin. A Rod's a little bit on the bench right now because the Jets had a bye week, so didn't didn't have a lot to to kind of stare at there. But my question, and and, and this could be every, actually everybody, is was the Patriots win over the Buffalo Bills bad for the franchise? And because in my I can't eyes, wait to go. I was go first, but I cannot wait to rebuttal you. I already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> Absolutely, it was terrible for the franchise. This team fucking sucks. Okay, <laughs> not this 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 win was a fucking fluke, dude. Okay. All right, so look at this. Look at look. I'm just looking numbers wise, okay? Like I always do. Red zone this time. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do red zone. I'm gonna give you the red zone. So for the for the first time all season, the Pats won the red zone, sixty percent to fifty percent. They we were there a whole fucking five times. Holy shit, dude! I don't even know where what that looked like. And now I'm in there five times. I feel like I'm fucking Jason you know, Donna cooking. Summers or some shit. Uh, yeah, let me just watch the game, please. Um. And then if if you look at uh, defensively, the Celt- the Pats, the Celtics, the Pats lost <laughs> tackles for loss. They only had three to, to the Buffalo's five. This is a fluke game. Time of possession, Buffalo won. Offensive plays, Buffalo won. Offensive yards, Buffalo only lost by 20 yards. Yards per play, we yes, we won. We're not a big play team, but somehow we got the big plays there. This team is not built to win games, and yet we won a game somehow. Fuck you, Bill Belichick. All right, listen, sir. Why why are you mad that they won the game? Because they're not going to get the first overall pick? Is that why you're mad? Yes. All right, let's pull up this list of quarterbacks who are right now uh, top 10 in uh, – let's do uh, let's do court passer rating, all right? We'll do our top 10 passer rating quarterbacks. Tua, he was the number five pick. Brock Purdy, seventh round. Lamar Jackson, number 32 overall pick. Kirk Cousins, fourth round. Patrick Mahomes, number 12 pick. Josh Allen, number seven. Russell Wilson, third round. Jared Goff, obviously first round. Herbert, you see what I'm saying? 
if if you every quarterback doesn't it does not hit. No matter what, if you guys decide to draft a quarterback in the first, second, or third round, at the end of the day, they still got to be, they still got to hit. We all, you know, we're looking at, you know, we're watching all these quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Baker Mayfield is a backup. Um, you know, uh, who, who else? Derek Carr is a backup. Andy Dalton is a backup. All these, you know, Jared Goff is 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 re, you know, reigniting his career, but he was always worried to be in a backup. Jameis Winston is a backup. Just because you're getting a good quarterback first, second, or third overall does not mean they're going to be that guy. So if you, you guys obviously knew that you could draft well, you went and got Tom Brady in the sixth round, and he created the dynasty for you guys. At the end of the day, you want your, your team to feel good about themselves. And there's no such thing as a can't-miss player because we see people miss all the time. It's just it, it depends on the situation you bring them in, the coaching that you have, the players on the field. So to me, go out, get the damn victory, and then – when the draft comes, do what you got to do. Howie Roseman, he's been so crafty with how he does the draft and free agency and all that stuff. We don't need to be tanking. We we figure it out in, in free agency. We figure it out in the trade market. We we trade up. We trade down. So you just have to have better people in the front office, not just depending on – you can't just base everything on, oh, we got to draft Caleb Williams, number one, or Drake First, Payne, first of all, how dare you use numbers against me? That, that – <laughs> That was like a slap in the face. Uh, well, right. No, I mean, I, I, I understand your point, and your point is valid, 100%. I, I, I totally get that. It's, it's about who you draft, not where you draft them. Correct. But here's my issue, KK, is that, is that I don't trust this organization to draft correctly. And I think that the only way that they will draft correctly is if they're hamstrung into a position where they have to draft correctly. I feel like if, if, if Bill Belichick is the fifth overall, overall pick – Instead of drafting Drake May or you know another whatever quarterback is there, he'll draft a guard out of Tucson State uh, Community College. Uh, what you makes know. you think he won't do that with the first, second, or third overall pick? Like I feel like with the first overall pick you cannot, second overall pick you cannot. I feel like you can't. You're hamstrung with those. I, I feel like even even him, he, he has to be able to take the the, the, the top quarterback. I don't know. Now. That doesn't stop him from trading down, but I, I think that at least gives him a little bit of uh, less leeway than he would with the tenth or seventh or eighth overall pick. Um, I just I don't I don't trust him at all. You don't trust Bill, and and to add I don't to trust that, Bill to make the right I, choices. To, to add to what Vic is talking about, I think <clears throat> when you look at the NFL, where the NFL is going and how Bill, Bill Belichick drafts and how he's constructing the offense. I'm not talking about the defense. I think the defense is timeless, and it's shown that this defense can be effective no matter kind of what year, era, whatever. But I think you look at this offense, it's so boring. It's absolutely boring. And the fact that this game showed that we can score points is just bad, right? Like, it's just, I, I, want, I want more onus on player personnel, like, on offense to be out of Bill's hands, right? Like, I, I want our offense to be constructed completely different than what it currently is. I want him to stay as a head coach. I want him to coach that defense as well as he always has. But that offense is just not good. It's not good. You know what they need to do? You know how they did uh, Bruce Arians? They need to just move them up into, like, a position upstairs, but he don't really make no decisions like that. That's what they need to do with Bill. Like, at the end of the day, he's getting old. The game is passing by. I still respect you for what you've done for my friend. I like Bruce Arians won one Super Bowl for the Bucks, and they promoted him to a to a, a seat upstairs immediately. Bill Belichick deserves to not have to be on the sideline 
you know, dealing with all this bullshit no more. Just put him in a room upstairs next to Robert Crown <laughs> and go get yourself some young coaches like a Lincoln Riley and, and some shit like that. I don't know. Just, get him some toys. Get him, exactly. Yeah, get him. That's what I'm saying. So, no, nah, because I don't want him making decisions. I, and I, I'll let, I, I think I, I think I should give A-Rod the floor here because I know he is a South uh, uh, a New England hater, so I just, he deserves the floor a little bit. But before you go, A-Rod, I do, I do want to say, I, I just I, I, I cannot I, – I think the opposite. I think we need to promote somebody upstairs and let Bill keep doing the head coach and just stay the fuck away from the offense. I, I agree with Vic said. I think I think Bill can still be the coach. I think he runs the defense right, um, but I think he's he's doing way too much. And this this scheme of of drafting players that give Patriots fans heart attack when they hear their names called day one or maybe even day three, depending where Bill decides to move down to, um, it's 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 scary, man. Because there's a lot of talent that I'm sure you guys have seen get picked, and you're like, damn, that would have fit our, that would have been nice to see that, or that might fit our scheme. Oh wow, look, a receiver, he's actually doing well. He could have been a New England Patriot. So I, instead of Nikhil Harry, so I. Uh, Brown, Brown. Yeah. Deepo Samuel. Samuel. I mean, there's just a list. Hey, remember when he drafted that Nazi kicker in the third round? What the <laughs> fuck was that? Yo, I, 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 you know, I, I like seeing the, I like He's seeing. He's like, nah, the, man, I covered up. It's cool. I covered it up. It's cool. I like oh, seeing I'm, the plummet from one all the way down to the cellar. Trust me, I do. But for you guys' sake, it's. I feel like it's been enough for you. And just don't make him the GM. Get a get a GM and get someone that he can work with. And yeah, if he's gonna be the coach, he needs to go watch what Pete Carroll's doing. Pete Carroll, like, you know what? I'm just going to adjust and I'm going to adapt. And Pete Carroll's ha- he's making the most out of Geno Smith. Geno freaking Smith. All right. So I, I will say I'll this. Tell you what they need to do. I they need to do this. this is what they need to do. They need to get like ask Bill like who you would want to work with. And then go interview like a whole bunch of candidates and come back and put like their faces on a on a piece of paper and show them just like Bill, point your finger to one and maybe he'll just Mm, maybe one. He so. wants next statement. Trust me. <laughs> but I, I will I would, give I, I will give them credit. Thing. I will give them credit. If you watch a lot of the scheme that they use, they moved Owenu to right tackle, somebody who can actually play right tackle, and they also used a lot more of Kendrick Bourne and Demario Douglas, who unfortunately are our two best wide receivers. I don't know why it took seven games for Bill Belichick to realize that those two guys should be on the field and Devontae Parker should be on the practice squad. But um, there was some improvement there. It's because Bill has lost the locker room, I think. Honestly, he, he doesn't he, – he's still coaching these guys like it's the early 2000s. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, it's not – times have changed. Like, these guys are professionals. They don't, they don't want to be treated like college kids anymore. They want to be treated like professionals yeah. and, and, like, and, and not, like, subservient to Bill Belichick. They want to be equals, Right. right? Yeah. And Bill comes in there with this mentality that he's the and he he has earned, you know, some kind of you know uh, mystique, but I don't think it. And I, this is all speculation, right? I'm just you know completely speculating. I I have no insider information. I'm just some fucking guy. But what it looks like to me is that these guys are like, yo, fuck this guy. I mean, he's kind of a dick. Bill? And he's, oh. Oh, not Bill. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's still gotta respect the man. Like the man is still the man. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I get that, but I, 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 I don't think that the reverence, you know, appeals as much to this younger generation. And here I am, sounding like the guy, you know, on, on his porch again. Yeah, get off my fucking lawn. <laughs> no, but to, to these younger guys, I don't, I don't feel like this. Like you know, what? I don't give a fuck what you did ten years ago, Bill Belichick. What are you going to do for me? How are you going to help me and my family? He's right. He's and right. and right. honestly, that's the way I would look at it. So these kids I, nowadays don't respect the elders. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're right. These kids these days, get off my fucking lawn. Right. All right. <clears throat> Moving on. We don't want to make it a townie sports segment because we are going to make it a townie sports segment later when we talk about the Celtics. But um, <laughs> the next segment we got is um, I wanted to keep with the hip hop theme, so I called it the Paid in Full segment. Thinking of a master plan. Um, so this segment we talk about the buyers and the sellers at the NFL trade di- deadline. So I kind of put a couple examples of kind of what I was getting at on that little notes for you guys. So I mean, kind of a freestyle. Like we could start with uh, a Rod. We could start with you. Talk about some of the teams that potentially you see could be big buyers or sellers kind of at the top of the list and then kind of work your way down. Um, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll go right, a little round robin that way. So who I think are buyers and sellers? Yeah, man. And who do you think would be good fits anywhere? Because, I mean, the trade deadline's in, what, five days? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're about a week out, yeah. yeah. Um. All the buyers. Hey, Rod, start, start with the AFC since, you know, that's your start. Yeah, start with the AFC. Yeah. Who's a buyer in there? Um, definitely the Bills are going to be buyers. The Dolphins, all the teams that are are in the top like ten, they're all going to be buyers. They're not going to come out and blatantly sell it. I know Mike McDaniel's is like, oh, we're fine. He's going to be a buyer. They're going to go get somebody, and you don't know who it's going to be. Um, but I know Dalvin Cook's name is being thrown out there because the Jets are. I don't know what what they're thinking now because they're they're thinking like me. Well, we're kind of good, but you know, might as well just cut, start cutting some payroll now since we're not going to win without Aaron Rodgers. So I I get the move, but smart, you know, it, it it is, but it puts more work on to Brees Hall and Michael Carter. I still think is a good backup, but then you got rid of Donovan McKnight. So that's why Nicole Hartman got out of there. He's like, yeah, y'all don't need me no more, bro. Yeah, go back home. <laughs> that move, I got that move. We we weren't yeah. throwing to him, so it makes sense. Like Zach Wilson can't be anything like Aaron Rodgers or even Patrick Mahomes. So it makes sense to get rid of him and make him happy. Um, I don't want to go through each division. I'm just going to go with like teams that I think are, yeah. are good buyers and the, stuff the, like that. The most interesting ones, kind of the, 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 you know, maybe some things that you saw. Show us, show us your pen. Show us a <laughs> my pen. My pen. <laughs> um, I, I think personally uh, the lions are going to be one of those teams that are going to be buyers. Uh, I think they're going to try and beef up that defense somehow. I I like the foundation of everything that they have on on offense. They may even go get another receiver. I don't know. Um, San Fran, as put together as they are, they're going to say they need receiver help. They may go get a receiver. I just don't know who it is. Um, and I don't I don't know. I I, I think. You think receivers is all they need? I think receivers all they really need. Looking at it, I mean, they couldn't stop Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. They couldn't stop PJ Walker. It's a a prime time game, and it happened to be Kirk Cousins' time to finally shine. That's all I can say. I don't think their defense is as good as people say it is. I think they have the the right people to make it look intimidating, but 
to me, like, they, they get gashed. Like, they let P.J. Walker and Kirk Cousins with no Justin Jefferson look pretty damn good, in my opinion. So, like, I think they're – because, like, offensively, they figure that shit out. Like, they – like, Shanahan is good at that shit. To me, defensively is where they're starting to kind of slip a little bit. That's how I see that. So, according, I feel like, according to Pro Football Focus, the San Francisco 49ers are number one in total defense overall. They are number three in pass rush. They are number three in coverage. And, oh, actually, they are number 12 in run defense. Uh, and that's they, what it is. They can't really tackle very well as well. But that's, uh, that's, and that's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, no, they're they number one in tackling. Gassed. So that's, their, their but defense is pretty good. All right, let's let's not hone in on that. Like, okay, well, they could use they could use a defensive player. I get that, but I think the biggest one for me though is going to be Kansas City. I think they they know they need a rather another receiver. I like Rashard Rice a lot. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be that the new star there. But I think they're going to let him wait out the year. But I could see them getting one of these diva ass wide receivers like Devontae Adams or what someone like that. Can we talk about that too? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> The Chiefs don't need to do that, though. Last year, they won the Super Bowl with Juju Smith-Schuster as the number one receiver. Like, they don't give a shit. They, they got Travis Kelsey, who I watch every week. They, everybody knows he's the best player on the field, and he's wide open every single play. So, and Rashad, you know, Rasheed Rice is doing great. They brought back McCall Hartman. You know, Tony's going to have a game here and there. Uh, the other guy, well, Sky Moore's going to have a game there. Like, uh, MVS. Like, to me, they don't need to do that either. Like, to me, like, there, it's really hard to go in the middle of the season and say, we need to go get ourselves a receiver. Like, the Rams, they do an OBJ, but, like, outside of that, it's like, you don't really see that. Like, to me, it's like a it's a pass rusher. It's a safety. It's an offensive lineman. It's something that's, like, because receiver is just, it's, to me, it's, it's such a, like, a, a beautiful position. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's, let's, it's cute. Let's, let's put him out there. But you got the quarterback, like, Kirk, like Kirk Cousins, look, look at me, <laughs> like Patrick Mahomes, they don't really matter who the hell's out there because as long as they catch the football, they'll be all right. So to me, pass rusher, linebacker, safety, that's the kind of shit to me that, that's going to take your team over the edge. And we look at the ones that are available. I know Chase Young, I've seen his name uh, get, get thrown around as being available. Daniel Hunter, uh, like those are the type of guys to me that are going to change life. Uh, and then, like, you know, Jerry Judy, you know, from a, from a receiver standpoint, yeah, he can go somewhere, but I don't think he's going anywhere to go win somebody in the Super Bowl. He's going to go somewhere so he can he can kind of restart his career. That's how I see some of these people who are available. But that's just me. That's just me. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. The way that I see it is that Kansas City looks horrible throwing the ball this year, except when it's not going to Travis Kelsey. So, that's just what that's just what I'm trying to say. I agree with you 100% what you said, but I feel like this is going to be a year that they make a move there. I think Chase Young is definitely out of Washington. They didn't give him the bread. They said, prove it to us, and now they're just going to be like, well, we're just going to get rid of this guy, and, you know, sucks to suck because that's the kind of team we are. But Different ownership, different ownership, though, A-Rod. Yeah, hey, no, 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 I know that. Patrick Mahomes is second in touchdowns this year, uh, 101 quarterback rating, QBR is, uh, is a 76.9. It don't matter who the hell is out there. Again, I watched Juju Smith-Schuster, who can't do shit for New England right now, uh, was there, was, was important. He's injured. You know what I mean? So he's, he's injured. I don't he was injured last year, too. He's slow, can't get off the line the way he's always been. But they yeah, found a for him. So, to me, like, yeah, receiver, it's, it's just a, oh, you know, like, it's, it's nice to have. Like, 
for example, you're right. They brought in Tony last year, and Tony didn't do shit until he played us in the Super Bowl, and then he decided to be wide open a lot. But to me, they don't really need they don't really need to do all, all of that. Like they need to go. Let's get another pass rusher. You know what I mean? Like let's give let's get somebody to stop the run, or let's make sure our safeties are short up, or our Patrick Mahomes is protected. Like to me, if you're a Super Bowl type of team, those are the type of positions you go for. Wide receivers, just like I said, it's just a yeah, you know, it don't it don't move the needle like like you think it would. Or the Raiders would be so much better since they got Devontae Adams, but they're not. So, you know, I could be wrong. That's just me. All right, I'm... I could be wrong. Yeah, you no, know I, I'm, I'm 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 in agreement. Chase Claypool went to Miami. I haven't seen that man's name mentioned <laughs> once. So, and then I'll just hey, we got a question in the chat. Hey guys, uh, we got a question in the chat from Amado. I'm not even trying to uh, say the last name. I've had too many drinks. But he, he asked, uh, what do you guys think of T. Higgins? Uh, will he be back to last year's numbers? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, hey, Rod, you missed the fantasy over here. What's your, what's your take on T. Higgins right now? Man. Bengals are a wild card for me, man. I don't know. All you got to do is have just or uh, Jamar Chase just bitch about not getting the ball, and then he'll have a 150-yard game with three touchdowns. So, uh, that's Jamar Chase. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. T. Higgins, I think to last year, no. And I think this it sucks for him because he's at contract year. So mm-hmm. teams are paying attention to how well he, he's doing. And he's had like one, one good game of the seven so far and everything else. And broken, and broken ribs to go with that. Yeah, so. It's hard to do shit when you, when you have broken ribs. And when you got uh, number one in front of you that's catching all the targets now. So and I think and number one that Joe Burrow trusts. You know what I mean? And you and you got to look at the T Higgins situation. He's only at this point in the season fourteen receptions, one hundred forty nine yards, and two touchdowns. That's not even close to where he should be if he wants to get a thousand yards again. And I think yeah. it's not his fault. Um, I think if you look at maybe the rest of the season, we are seeing Joe Burrow look a little healthier. That's that's a, you know kind of a good sign. But I, again, like you guys said, I think they're realizing that they have to throw to number one. <laughs> like if they want and to win football games, which they have to win football yeah. games, they're it's going to be Jamar Chase. They're coming off a of bye week too, so Jamar's going to be a little, you know, happier. Joe's a little healthier. T. Higgins' ribs might be, you know, a little better. I don't know, but like speaking of the Bengals, are they buyers or sellers? I mean, they're not. Buy- they're not sellers, obviously, but like. Unless they want to get rid of T. Higgins and get something, but like, you, what, what do you think the bank? Like, what do you think the Bengals are at with everything? Because look at the Ravens and everybody, y'all was talking shit about Lamar Jackson and, and saying it was his fault. He worked that contract now. I'm just saying. So we know the Ravens are going to be doing something, and the Browns are not going anywhere, and the Steelers are not going anywhere. So what do you think the Bengals should be doing right now? The Bengals have a lot of issues, and I think one of their main issues is their offense. And I don't know, it, I don't think it's with the personnel. Like you're talking about how you're talking about, you know, receivers, pretty, this. I think they have all of the skill positions like perfect. I think it's the offensive line. But I think we're in a state of the NFL where offensive lines don't, offensive, good offensive linemen don't grow on trees. So I don't know nope. who's going to be selling one, right? And if you have a good one, like you're probably not going to sell them, right? Because <laughs> I mean, it, or depending well, on the situation, right, right now, right? Because if you're Carolina, if you let's say you're Carolina, right? They're probably one of the biggest sellers. If you have a good offensive lineman, one, like at least one of the four or five guys, you're not going to get rid of them because you got Bryce Bryce Young, and you're trying to protect your asset. Um, yeah. So I, that's my opinion on them. Um, I think they do also need help with defense, but that was always covered up by the fact that they had a good offense. So I, I won't look too much into their defensive numbers currently just because I think they're barely on the field right now, and that's what's unfortunate about the Bengals. 
Yeah. What about Brian Burns? Speaking of Carolina, what do you think? What do you think is like an ideal situation for him right now? Hmm. Safety DB, right? Brian so, Burns, yeah. Like, uh, like like a Russia edge rusher. Oh, yeah, edge rusher. Yeah. Solid one too. I mean, he's solid. You know, I know the Eagles looked at him last year, but I mean, you know, somebody like San Jags. Francisco, like <laughs> the Jags. Jags, that's it. Yep. Lions. Yeah, the Jags. But like I, I read that the Lions are kind of big on Chase Young, and oh man, imagine if the Lions got Chase Young, bro. So they got Ohio State on one edge and Aiden Hutchinson, Mr. Michigan, on the other edge. Oh. That's a, that's 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 crime. That's a crime right there. Bro. That's a crime. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like little Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Kamehameha. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and then there was a rumor about oh speaking of your boys the ravens justin houston potentially going back to baltimore from carolina just retire bro god hang him up man he had a good career you know it's surprising when you brought up his name i'm like is he st- you you said who did you say last night we said Torian prince he's still in the nba yeah like- <laughs> that's how i felt about justin houston when i heard his name the other i'm like how is he still playing football like this Bro, I, sat there, I sat there and watched Tory Prince hit like four straight threes. I'm like, what the hell? Where have this where's this guy been? I thought he was in the G League or in Taiwan. Nah, he was probably stuck in Minnesota where uh look at Vic. Everybody, Vic is watching this Celtic. I don't know what's going on right now, but the, the, la- way, the last two. The last two was... had fifteen points in the first quarter. He had zero points in the second quarter. Yeah. Just wanted to throw it's out. been two minutes, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> So the the last two I wanted to just touch on real quick, obviously local stuff. Um, so the Derrick Henry, Pause. there's a lot of Derrick Henry trade stuff out there. The Titans pretty much are big time sellers at the at the deadline, and I keep seeing whispers of potentially the Buccaneers. So that could be fairly interesting to look at, considering they do lean heavy on the play action again, like they run kind of a little bit more of an older style offense, and their run game isn't that great. So I mean, I think he would really help here in Tampa Bay. That'd be kind of dope. Listen, listen. Don't do it, Derek. He don't want to be there. He didn't want nothing to do with that shit. With that shit. <laughs> now I'm just playing. But no, nah, um, listen, the Titans and the end and, and uh, you know, uh, what's, our, what's our GM's name? Golly, not Howard Lurie. Um, geez, look, look at me. I'm losing my mind. We got Nick Sirianni, Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman has he must have like naked pictures of the Titans of Indianapolis. He must got some skill. He must know some shit. He, he, be fleecing, he be fleecing these teams, right? We got AJ Brown for nothing. We got to go. We got Kevin Byer for nothing. I just say go trifecta. Let's go get uh I mean shit, Julio Jones used to be a Titan. We got him for free. Uh obviously from free agency. But I just say, Derek, come on down, bro. We got we got um, Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts, Derrick Henry, another Alabama boy. That would be great. I'm saying, man, we should just bring the whole SEC over there. So imagine the tush push with uh, with Derrick Henry getting a direct snap instead of uh, Jalen Hurts. Who's going to stop that? And then, you know, you can do the little jump pass, too. Oh, it's a wrap. I, I say I say we just check just check on him. Like, hey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? What do you think? Beef strogy? Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the last one that I read was pretty interesting. Jerry Judy potentially to Carolina to help bolster Bryce Young's development, give him another receiver there, get familiar. Obviously, their team sucks, so it's just going to be about them getting familiar with each other before they build around that. So Adam Thielen's having a pretty fucking good year. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And when I looked at his numbers the other day, because he's the oh only my guy God. to get open. Adam Thielen, we got we to gotta stop disrespecting that, man. We just thought, <laughs> no. You know, right, well, he's opposite of Stefan Diggs. He's opposite of, uh, of Justin Jefferson. He runs nah, reverse nah, nah. races. He calls him white. Jefferson's on the opposite of him. <laughs> he's like, nah, bro, I am him. Give me the damn football. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Jerry Judy's definitely gone. Um, I've been seeing his name to Carolina. I've been seeing it to. Whoa, it, Carolina. It, with Steve Smith, ain't gonna lie, that shit that happened. I don't think so. Yeah, Steve Smith is not gonna allow or that Portland to happen. Sutton. Those were the Indianapolis two. is a it's an intriguing one that I've seen. I also saw uh, Kansas City. I saw somewhere else too. Forgot, but he's gone. He's definitely gone. I I think he just needs a change of scenery. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's it's. It was like a Mark Cooper. Honestly, I, I see the Cowboys probably going after somebody like him. You know what I mean? Like. Damn. You know, they, they, they'll probably give up a lot. <laughs> no. They just got rid of Amari Cooper, and they're like, oh, crap, we have to go and get another receiver again. Exactly. God, nice and job, that's Dallas. The, that's Idiots. The, that's the Cowboy way. That's the <laughs> I can see, see, like see Atlanta making a push for him, too. That'd be a good spot That'd for him, I think. Him and Drake London? He's already wasting He's already wasting his talent in Denver. You think he wants to go to a place they don't even throw the damn football? <laughs> He'll be miserable. Honestly, that's facts, though. He'll be miserable. Agree. All right, so let's get to this real quick. A Rod, what, what's our what was our week six? Uh, KK won the week with four picks. Uh, he only missed the Chiefs. Chargers, Kansas City. Right. Barely. That, I don't know that, how he did that. That was a trick. I, I was tricked. He believed it. I had the footage. Everybody knows where the footage is. The degenerate gambling came out of me, and I was tricked. But All y'all right. know deep down, five and zero. Let, let me let me go down this list real quick. So let's let's go through this so we can touch on the NBA. Pause. We got about thirty minutes left. So, all right. So first game. I, again, I think I picked some pretty good ones here. Uh, first game. I started with one o'clock and then obviously worked our way down to night games. But I didn't pick any night games because they're all trash. So I did only one and four. <laughs> so first game. Jaguars at Steelers. We got Jacksonville minus two and a half. The over under is forty two. We'll start with you, Vic. All right. Uh, also in, in the chat, I just want to let A-Rod know, we all invited ourselves over to your house to watch the U.S. MNT Nations League game. So we're all going to sit on a big couch and watch the game. That's um, it. Hey, baby. Looking forward to it. Get your pop. Um, Don't invite already, baby. Um, so uh, Jags versus the Steelers. Both teams are uh, – well, one team's 5-2 because they haven't had a bye yet. The other team's 4-2 against the spread. But again, we're picking not the spread because we're still uh, playing this game in 2021 or 2020. Um, I, I I got the Jags. Give me the Jags, and give me the Jags with the spread too, baby. I took the Jags minus two <laughs> and a half. Doubling down, Ara. Who you got? Man, this is this hits kind of home for me because I like Mike Tomlin too, and every time I bet against him, he always does it, man. But Jacksonville's on a tear. Um. Shit, give me Pitt. Give me Pitt. KK. You know what I said last week? I'm going against it. Uh, I'm picking the Jags. Um, I think that was a very good win to beat the Rams like I thought they would. Uh, but they're on the road. They're at home. And to me, you know, they're probably going to get too comfortable. So give me the Jags. 
I think the Jags are going to blow it. I like them. I like the Jags a lot, but I think they're going to blow it because it's in Pittsburgh. Uh, give me the Steelers. They're coming off of a bye. But they also yeah, aren't they on a four game win streak? It's you're due to fall. Yeah, you're right. Due to fall. I am scared of that win streak. <laughs> That's what I was looking at. Too. I'm very scared of that win streak. The, the ja- but look at the teams the Jags have beat. The Jags have beat some decent teams. They beat the Falcons oh. when they were on a run. They, they beat the to? Bills. They beat they in this four, I'm talking about this four game stretch. They beat the they beat the Bills, they beat the Colts, and they beat the Saints. All teams that were kind of on the up and up, and they fucking put them in their place. I think they're gonna do the same with the Chargers who are uh, Chargers, the Steelers. We're on the up and up here. Let's go, Jags. I think the Bills are overrated, but <clears throat> they are. I, I agree. I, I I think uh Josh Allen's the most overrated player in the world. Right. All right. All right. I'm sticking with the Jags. I'm sticking with the Jags. Move on. Move on. I'm sticking with the Jags. Right. Right. Me and Vic are me, me and A Rod with Pittsburgh. All right. So next game, Rams at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by six and a half. If I'm a betting man, I might bet against that. And the over under is forty five and a half. We'll start this time with you, KK. Cowboys. <laughs> Taking the Cowboys? Dick. Taking the Cowboys, man. Just give it to me. You give it to me. Pause. A Rod. Pause. Give it give to me. me. Cow- give me the Cowboys. No voodoo doll attached. Vic. You have a second, at least. So the Cowboys got what the what six and a half point favorites. Over six under and a half point six and a half point favorites. Nobody's really out for the for the Rams. Nobody's really out for the Cowboys except for Diggs. Um, I'm sorry, this is taking so long. You're good, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Rams here, boys. We're taking the Ram, We're taking the Rams from a, from a straight up standpoint. Or I'm gonna, the Ram, I'm gonna take the Rams money line, and I'm gonna take the Rams spread as well. I agree wow. with Vic. I'm doing the same thing. <clears throat> I like it. Hey, I, you know me. I'm not gonna be mad. <laughs> I'm not gonna be mad at all. That, I gotta, that, I gotta just do what I gotta do. You feel me? Between <laughs> that and his other five teams, he bet on with it <laughs> <laughs> as he parlays it. You know, Vic said this. Yeah, yeah, I gotta say, the parlay got hit this week. <laughs> all right. So the next game we got Vikings at Packers. Woof. Uh, but the Vikings are favored by one point, which is really funny. So you might as well take the money line on that. Over under forty three. Uh, who did I start with last time? I started with KK last time, so I'll start with you, Vic. <clears throat> uh, I'll take the Vikings. Matt, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Packers. I think they're due. Hey, Rod. Give me Minnesota. KK. At Green Bay, I'm taking Green Bay. Give me Minnesota. <laughs> Damn, A-Rod. <laughs> we're on the same page, Doc. All right, so, All right, so maybe we're, that's we're bad for you, A-Rod. Yeah, maybe that's bad for you. <laughs> you good, son. <laughs> All right, good. so next game, I got the Browns at Seahawks. I think this game's actually going to be kind of decent. Um, Seattle, minus three and a half, although the over-under is only 38 and a half. So take for that yeah. what you will. So, okay, good. What you got there? The, the, the over-under is 38 and a half, and this, that same Browns team gave up how much to the Colts with a backup quarterback. I know the Browns defense is pretty good, and I would like to pick the Browns, but the 12th man will kick in. And I don't think Deshaun Watson is playing, and P.J. Walker's luck can only go on for so long. Give me Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the same page. They're also a little bit injury-hampered at running back. I know Ford is out. Kareem Hunt's going to start. Mm-hmm. Uh should be okay, but still, it's still a question mark. We don't know what we're going to get out of Kareem Hunt. 
But yeah, the PJ Walker magic show can only go on for, for two games for me. He ain't Johnny Walker, that's for sure. That's, so, so yeah, give me Seattle. Vic. Who the fuck is Johnny Walker and give me the Seahawks? <laughs> I'm going to ride right, that Johnny ready. Walker train. Give me PJ Walker. Give me the Browns. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. So the final game that I chose, Bengals at Niners. Another game I thought could that's be pretty game. decent. Uh, 49ers favored by five and a half over under 45. Vic, who you got there? Uh, you know, this is a tough game. Uh, Sammy, this is another Midwest team going west. For a late kickoff, give me, <coughs> give me the Niners who are four and two and one against the spread here. Give me the Niners. A Rod. Give me San Fran. KK. Man, they can't lose three in a row. They can't. That's that's the only reason why I'm picking the 49ers. But I would love to see. I would love to see the Bengals because they're coming off of a bye week. Joe Burrow a little healthier, but. I'll take the Niners. No Debo Samuel. Christian McCaffrey's hampered. Give me the Bengals. Ooh. Give me the Bengals. He's playing, but. Man that wants to win a week. I don't want to win a week. I just want to make it fun. All right. If he's playing, I'm going to be out. If, if, if he's just hampered, that's one thing. But he's playing, uh, yeah, give me the Niners. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it, boys. We got the NBA. Obviously, we got one game or a couple games going on right now. Vic, you want to give us a quick score update? Uh, it's on. It's uh, on a commercial. Oh, great! Awesome. Yeah, outside, last time, last time I checked, Celtics were up by ten. Okay. All right. So uh, I'll tell you the the score is uh, currently sixty-four to fifty-three, Boston. There we go. Yes. Middle of the now third eleven. Suck it. All right. So the first thing that I wanted to do before we kind of get into um, <laughs> the before we get into kind of our uh, NBA talk is who do you love? I know it's everybody's favorite segment. Who do you love? And the guy that I chose to feature this week is none other than my boy Dwight Howard, Paolo <laughs> Boncaro. I mean, close, well, we, right? We, I mean, we, Orlando. We, we, know who, Orlando. we know who Dwight Howard loves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Orlando. So he likes Italians. Let me stop. Let me. I hope you guys don't hate me. I did, so I did. I did a little bit better this time with choosing. I'm gonna judge you. Comparisons. I'm gonna judge you. And so, so at least let me cook, right? So listen to where I'm starting, and then it's gonna get. It's gonna get better. Okay. So. Okay. Paolo Banquero or Mikael Bridges. Okay. Not bad. Close, brother. Hey, Gerard, you go first. I like. Are we talking about prison still. league? I like Mikel still. I need. I need to Not see another Miles year. Bridges, bro. Like Mikel. This is Mikel. Which one? Vic keeps thinking it's up. Miles Bridges. It's Mikael Bridges. I always get them mixed up. I always get mixed up. <laughs> I, I got a. I got a high ceiling from Mikel Bridges now that he's free from Phoenix's uh, torture in the desert. I think he's going to be pretty good player um, in <clears throat> in Brooklyn. So. Um, I like his trajectory. I'm going to give him a, a slight, slight, slight edge over Bancaro. You're a backup Orlando fan. We know that. Vic, yeah. you, go ahead. Somebody go. You're Somebody high, go. dude. First of all, it's a tough one because they both play different positions. But I mean, you're high if you if if you think if you think uh, Mikel Bridges' ceiling is uh, more than uh, Paolo Bancaro. Paolo Bancaro is like incredible and has a chance to be probably like. 
a top 10 forward in this league. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here. I really think he can be one of the best forwards in this league. He's incredible. His passing, his vision, his scoring. He can score from three different, three different spots on the on the court. Give me Paolo Bancaro all day, every day. KK, you stole words right out of my mouth, Mr. Vic. I, I, I'm so I'm going to make it a point to go to Magic games this year, simply yeah. so I can watch. The the you know, the trajectory of Paolo Bancaro. We should I all love, go to one. I got my jersey coming definitely. in the mail, so I love Mikel Bridges. Don't get me wrong. You know I love that guy, but we're talking about ceiling. Bancaro's ceiling is 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 what, what did Michael Jordan say? The ceiling is the roof. <laughs> ceiling is the roof. His, his ceiling is way past that. So yeah, give me Bancaro. All right. So Paolo Bancaro or Paul George? Sammy, you didn't even go. Who do you love? Oh, Ben Carroll, bro. That, I, t- okay. I told you guys, this is, my favorite, this is my favorite player in the NBA right now. <clears throat> oh. You said Paul George? Yeah. You said favorite player in the NBA? Yeah. Does Paul George even play? I mean, yeah. We t- Does Torin <laughs> Prince yeah. even play? <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about, you know, like, all right. Uh, I'll go. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'll still take Paul George currently. But depends on how we're stating this question. Because I was still – I mean, Paul George, if, if it was – to, to for one playoff series, I need one of those two right now. Even though playoff P still kind of gets on my nerves, Paul George's skill set right now is still elite. So I'll still go Paul George for now. Hey, Rob. Oh. Move it. What's what's my saying? What's my saying, guys? Everybody knows what's my saying. Availability is availability. Correct. Hey, Paolo Blanquero. Correct. That's fair. Um. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm an. It's. I'm also kind of a Paul George hater because I just feel like he just like robs us of the game since he never plays and the poor Clippers fans pay to go watch him play and he's never there. So yeah, give me Boncaro. Keep in mind when he was in Indy and OKC, oh, he played and he he was a dog. He's just under this culture that is the, the Los Angeles Clippers, which we know has been shitty for since 1905. You know what I mean? So I got to cut him a little bit of slack. You know, I, I don't think he, he wakes up in the morning and say, I don't feel like playing basketball today. I just think the front office is just kind of just, you know, annoying. So, I, I, yeah, give me Paul George. All right. I choose Paulo Boncaro as well. So, Paulo Boncaro. I just saw – I'm sorry, Sam. I got to say something. I just saw the funniest thing. So, Isaiah Hartenstein tried to, like, go at Jalen Brown, and the entire Knicks team was like, yo, shut the fuck up, Hartenstein, <laughs> and, like, pushed him away from fucking Jalen Brown. I was like, sorry, Jalen. <laughs> we apologize, sir. Yeah. Apologize. yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Sammy. You no, you're good. Paulo Boncaro or Kawhi Leonard? Oh, come on, man. I'm still taking Kawhi. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's, that, that's, 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 yeah. I'm going to take Kawhi here, even though availability thing sinks in. Tough one, yeah, right? No. And availability has its limits. And I mean, it's, it's Kawhi Leonard, dude. When he plays, he, he's one of the best players in the NBA. Okay. When he plays. When he That's plays. The, that is the problem, but yeah. yes, correct. To when he does play. I got a, yeah. I got a few more here. So, Paulo Boncaro, Julius Randle. Boncaro, bro. Come on, man. Okay. Come on, Bancaro. man. Everybody? Everybody, Boncaro? Uh, Aaron wants to say Julius. Aaron, yeah. about to say. <laughs> he got the jersey on and everything. Okay. Paulo Boncaro or Pascal Siakam. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like Paulo though. You know who who said it? I forgot who said. It. I think um, uh, what's our, what's our point guard's name that we have now? 
uh, Patrick Beverly. I think I think it was him who said it. If I see Siakam or uh, OG Ananobi in a dark alley, I'm not going to be scared. And it's true. <laughs> if I see Siakam, I'm like, eh, no, no disrespect. Are you going to be able to see them in a the dark alley? Like. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. hey, 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 he can score from here. Like it's like Carmelo Anthony. Like when you have the game plan against Carmelo Anthony, there's a lot of shit you got a game plan against. Siakam, you know, he's gonna try to use his length. That's all I know. So yeah, yeah Carroll. Siakam was that guy maybe two or three years ago. I don't think he's that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh Bancaro definitely has the trajectory to be a much better player than Siakam uh was at, uh, at his peak. So uh I yeah, I'll give me uh give me uh Paolo Bancaro, baby. Uh, Brazilian. All right, I got three more. Or, yeah, three to four more. So, <clears throat> real quick, we'll do we'll do we'll do it real quick. Lily, we'll shoot them off. Paolo Boncaro or Laurie Markkinen? Paolo. Paolo. <laughs> Don't KK. Don't even think it. That's a good one though. I'll pass. Pass. Okay. Ah. Uh, Paolo Boncaro. He likes the finish guy. Paolo Bun- Paolo Boncaro, Brandon Ingram. Thank you. Thank you. This is a good one. That's another good one. It's too skinny for me, man. Ingram, Ingram, solid. Ingram, solid. But I, I will take, I'll take Paolo's ceiling over what their current ability is right now. I'll take Paolo. And listen, um, what's his name? Uh, Lloyd Marketing just fought for his country. The man was in the army. You got to get that. That that counts for something, okay? That got to count for something. Uh, He was, he was in the Finnish army. He was fighting. Hey, hey, what were they they fighting? There. They fighting hey, Israel? Hey, no, I didn't hey. think so. Um, just, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm just kidding. Hey, respect my dog. I'm I'm he had to respect my dog. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. This is the last podcast of the Fair Weather Podcast. I'm on it. I'm on it. They just fire, they fire me later. It's fine. We've been canceled for not only for inciting terrorism. It is 66-66 right now, by the way, boys and girls. All right, the last okay. two. Last two. This is real quick. Paula Buncaro or Anthony Davis and or Kevin Durant. Uh, wait, come on. Hold up, Sammy. This is ridiculous. Like, don't, can we – next question. You're playing the injury bug. I just know. I, I went down the list. So I went down the list of all the forwards kind of that were, I think – within scoring range and stuff like that of where I think the ceiling of, I didn't say that they were better. I, you guys were talking all in the middle of them. So I think I made a good statement that he's kind of in that middle tier and climbing, like he's climbing that the, all those tiers, right? Durant and Anthony Davis. Like double dribble. I mean, yeah, I didn't, not say, I didn't say he was. Yes, those names should not be brought up right now with Palabin Carroll. I am sorry. That is what? that. That is I think Anthony. I think Anthony Davis can be. Man. I think Anthony Davis a hundred percent. That's can a clear be. path. Not Kevin Durant. Can, so, can somebody tell me why the Knicks get a fucking home game? They even fucking make the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> why are they home to lead off the season? It makes no fucking sense. Can someone tell me why the Celtics haven't won a championship after we have you Jamokes on here now and you just talk shit on how good they are every year and they don't win? That's true. Oh, no, no. Please, at least we get perfect, there. Perfect, perfect segue. Just perfect segue. Just want to know. Perfect segue. NBA preview. 
you know, I'm going to let you guys take off because I think I'm going to get canceled. So I'll let you guys take over the show. <laughs> and <laughs> so pretty much open open session on the first NBA and, foremost, and all that. First and foremost, I just want to let the world know I don't give a shit about what, they, what happens with James Harden. They can send his ass to Miami, Houston, L.A., Toronto, China, uh, Israel. I don't care. He he does not want to win basketball games. <laughs> Sam, look what you made me do. You, yeah, you, James Harden started from uh, Macab, uh, Macab, whatever. Tel Aviv. He can go to Tel Aviv. Macab, Tel Aviv. That's for sure. I don't care. He could go, bro. Like he is not trying to win basketball games. He wants to go hang out with little baby. That's cool. Go hang out with little baby. That's fine. But all I'm saying is Tyrese Maxey's ready to blow. Pause. Uh, but <laughs> that's crazy. But James Harden will be in the way. He can go home, whatever he wants. Trade him, cut him. I don't care. Salary cap. Bye bye. The Knicks, though. I know y'all. I heard y'all wanted Joel and B. What's up, man? What you're trying to give up? Man, I don't want to, We got to give up too much. If we do what that, we're trying to give up. <laughs> we're setting ourselves back way too far if we do that. Three of our starters? No, absolutely not. Screw that. I want Villanova. Give me Villanova. I know, I know you want Villanova, but that ain't that ain't happening. I don't want Joel Embiid. I mean, I would at the right price, but like not to give up three starters and have to rebuild with scrubs around it. So, um, it's the same team as last year. We just added DiVincenzo, and it looks nice, but. We'll see what he does. Right now, we're down by one to the Celtics, and it's okay with me. About to be down uh, by two, Zinger at the line, baby. <laughs> Vic, uh, it's it's going to be a good the mic. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Entertain here. Vic, I got a question yeah. for you. Go ahead, Vic. I got a question for you, Vic. Go ahead, me. You have obviously watched the first three quarters of the basketball game. Uh, yeah. Watching your Boston Celtics, you're obviously high on them and everything like that. Yeah. What's this, and don't say injury. What is going to be the reason why I don't make it to the NBA Finals? You no, there, is, there is no reason, my friend. Jalen Brown's you left hand. You got to give me one. You got to give one. Jalen Brown's left There's hand. no reason. We're going to make the Finals. We're going to make the Finals. It's, there's no reason. There's nothing. Nothing that's going to hold us back. Okay. If, so, if, if injury cannot be a reason, then there is no reason. We should so make the Finals. So in the event that y'all don't make the Finals... I need It would be, uh, it would be injury. Conversation. <laughs> it would be injury. It would be injury. That's, that's the only, the only way. That is the only reason that's going to stop this team. This team is only going to get better, and they're probably going to. Let's be honest; they'll probably pick up a buyout guy eventually, right? Yeah, I got um, well, now, I don't really need that much money for a buyout guy, but how now, much y'all get paying Pritchard again? I think he's only getting paid like five, six million minutes right now. <laughs> Yo, Al Horford just trained to three. Suck on those. <laughs> Come on, Dwight Howard, suck on those nuts. Jeez. Guys, I'm trying to make it to next week, y'all. Come on. <laughs> Dwight Howard's like, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Dwight Howard's tuned in. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> Dwight Howard's in the chat. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Sammy, do you agree with Vic? Um, yes, partially, but I also think it's Jalen Brown's left hand. <clears throat> Come on, the left hand is not big of a deal. No, it's a and he slips huge and falls deal. in big moments all the time. Deal. Well, it's he because he can't go. He, he he's not comfortable going left, so he slips. Like it's. Just... But we don't need Jalen Brown to be that second scorer anymore. We have Porzingis, man. This guy is incredible. I mean, this guy is so fucking good. I'm watching him play right now. He's incredible. He's the he God's gift. Fifteen to points win. in the first half. Now he has. 
one point in the second half. So, so what? Know. He affects the game well, defensively. He affects the spacing. <laughs> Derek White is doing his thing in the second half. That's not a big deal. I don't need him to score 25 points a game. Just I just need think Anthony Davis to Anthony Davis. Listen, listen. Speaking of Anthony Davis, uh, we obviously saw the Lakers' new roster yesterday. Uh, and Denver is still cohesive, and they know how to play basketball together. So it's still Denver's West, but obviously, you know, the hot names are the Phoenix Suns, um, you know, the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, you know, who else Who else are teams looking out for right now in the West besides Bevels 3? I can't think of anybody else. Fe- OKC. Oh, Memphis. OKC as a finals team, though, that's that's a lot to put on a young a young squad. They're like OKC. How many like years is old. OKC going to be young, though? Like, we've been saying it for the last two Girl, years. Yeah, Hogan is a rookie. Like, this is literally OKC 2007, 8, 9, 10, when it was KD, James Harden, and, and Russell Westbrook. They kind of just worked their way into being a 55-win team and making it to the finals. To me, they still need to play together. But- Shea's still young. Shet's right, still young, right. Giddy's still young. But, like, Shea and Giddy had their sh- biggest leap in the NBA last year, right? Scoring-wise. Okay. Isn't they it now they have rookie, to... Basically. Right, but now you're going to... Yeah, but now isn't yeah, this the opportunity too, for you to... Isn't, exactly, and this isn't, isn't this the opportunity for you to show out that you guys are serious? Like, it shouldn't Not just be, oh, they're young, we should forgive them. Don't get me wrong, I think they're a dark horse team because everybody's overlooking them. But if you think about the skill set on that team... I mean, they're deep, right? They have really, really talented top-level talent. So, I mean, this should be their opportunity. To win a champ, to make it to the finals, or what? I mean, make, to to the, me- make I mean, make a playoff run, right? But then potentially screw somebody up and maybe make it to the West Finals, not not the NBA Finals, but like maybe just fuck, I mean, fuck around and find out. Sim, right? you have a you have a, you have a great outline here. Can we? Uh, I mean, this outline is, is great. I mean. You just want to go down the outline that you have right here, the Dark Horses outline? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hit it. Nah, cool. no, you, you're the you do you do. You're the <laughs> you want me to do it? I was Yo, you to want to talk about the outline? Do you want Dwight to do it? Talking about OKC, right? We're already talking about OKC. Like, first yeah. of all, do do you have who has the over under pulled up right now? Me. All right, what is OKC? Yeah, yeah. Forty four and a half. <clears throat> Forty four and a half. That's three games over five hundred. Hmm. Yeah, I'll I, I'll take the over on that. No, I'll push. I, no, 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 you can't push on the half. I'll say they went like 45, <laughs> 45, 46. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push. can't push on the half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty five. So to me, 45, 46 wins. Yeah, that's gonna get you what a sixty or a playing or, or a playing spot. And to me, if they win one playoff one playoff round, that is a massive success for me because. Again, they have to work all these young pieces into this unit that they where we want them to be. But there's still the Zion Williamson healthy led Pelicans they gotta deal with. There's still John Morant coming back from suspension they gotta deal with. And oh Marcus God. Smart on that team. And Marcus Smart on that team now. You still got the Clippers, you still got the Lakers, you still got the Suns, not to mention the Denver Nuggets. And Kyrie Irving and Luca will see what this year looks like. But Kyrie's gonna be in LA. They're Kyrie's playing a full season together. So, and I didn't even say anything about Golden State. So, for them to make a run, that's going to be tough. I'm going to say this, though, some- about your Kyrie point. Every single year, Kyrie says he wants to stay somewhere. He ends up leaving. So, this year, he said he wanted to stay in Dallas forever. He He's going to leave. 
Like he did it he in Boston. He did it in Cleveland. Cleveland. Every single time. He he's going to LA. Deal. He knows it. He's he's getting he's sucking he people in, pause, and he's leaving. He's gone. He's going to LA. He's I going to the Lakers. He's going to Daddy. He's gonna go to Daddy LeBron. And he, that's where he's gonna play. And they might win a championship there. But he's not staying in Dallas. He's not staying in Dallas. Because he lies. He lies and people eat it up. If you guys would have me, I'm here for the long haul. Y'all didn't want to have him. We did? What? <laughs> Y'all played so well without him in the playoffs. They're like, you know, we don't even need you. We don't even need you. No, he quit in the playoffs. He did no, quit in the playoffs. <laughs> Y'all played well without him. No. I didn't need him. <laughs> I got Drew Holiday. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. what we don't need Sam three. fucking Hauser. He's dog shit. Oh, my God. All right, moving All on. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> we talked about Paula Ben Carroll. So, the magic. Yeah. What's the over-under on them? Sorry, it's uh 37 and a half. I knew it was about 38, so. <clears throat> over, 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 yeah, over. Slam over, that over. Over, over. 40 games, I think. That's my that's my spot. That's my number 40 two. 40 to 42. Like yeah. All right. Nah. 38. It's hard. Like, what, how many games did they win last year? Don't forget that this. I, I saw this stat the other day. They had one of the best records in the second half of the season. They were like know, 29 and something like that. So, or 29 and 27. So they were oh, they were an over 500 team when everything started cooking. So carry that over 30, into this year. They were 34 and 48. So for them to go from 34 wins to seven, eight more wins, that's a lot. So no, that's all. Their over under is thirty seven and a half. So you don't think they can win three more games, four more games? No, no, no. That I'll I'll agree that they can get. But you know, I wouldn't say forty and forty two is tough. I'll say 37, 38. That's about right. Yeah, it's about right. Yep. Slam yeah, the over. Right. Slam that over, everybody. If you're listening, slam that over. That's a good yeah, team. Franz Franz Wagner is legit. Paula Boncaro is legit. They have some guard issues, but I think they'll figure that out. <clears throat> That's what I'm concerned about. Are they gonna? Because like right now they're beating the dogs out of Houston, but Houston's is trash, right? They always like, got too many guards. They got too. Yeah, they, they got too many guards. That's the problem. They're like the Celtics, like what ten years ago when y'all had all these role players on your team that you were that Andy Danny Ainge was just fleecing everybody. He's like, yes. Weren't we also more. the number two seed? <laughs> Take this guy. <laughs> so exactly. So just just a team of Slam role players. Slam the over. What about Manuel quickly? What about San Antonio? Because we obviously know what's going on with Wemby, and you know there's going to be so much camera time on him this after uh, this evening. So, what do we? What? How many wins do you think Wemby's going to have for San, for San Antonio's uh, season? So they got the win total right now at twenty eight and a half, and I believe last year they won twenty three games, if I'm not mistaken. So they does Wemby make them six games better? Correct. Correct. I don't think so. I I agree. I think he might. I don't think so. I think I mean look, we saw what he can do defensively on the perimeter and in the paint, right? Like he will change life defensively. Offensively, he might get winded because you know the game's a little different. So, you know, as we get deeper and deeper in the season, I feel like he might have a little bit of a, you know, you know, some growing pains to go through. But is he gonna make them six wins better? I can say that. I can see that. Thirty two yeah. game thirty five wins is not out of the question to me. Thirty what? They were tanking last year. You got to keep that in mind. They were actively trying to tank. Right, but do you think that just having a core of Keldon Johnson and Victor Wembanyama, you're set? Like that's it? Like you need other pieces hey, if there. They right? say, if, he, if they say what he, if they say he is what they think he is, 
He should be able to get them 30-plus wins. I don't think he plays. I, 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 I'm I putting the over-under at 60 games for him, and I'm taking the under. But he needs to be eligible for a season awards. You got to play 65 games. I think he was that exactly, rookie of the year. Exactly. So I, I don't think he's going to last the whole season. I hope he I'm won't. wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Like, Shet Holmgren, I had a feeling he was going to get hurt. Wemby, I feel a little bit more confident about him because he pl- he's been playing professional basketball already for you know, for a couple of years. Well, and Shet- remember, Chet, Chet Holmgren is eligible this year. Yeah, as well. he is. <laughs> Chet Holmgren to me is a dark horse for winning uh, Rookie of the Year. To be honest with you, but Same. I I I think that I think he's gonna play sixty five games. So if he plays sixty five, he should be able to win thirty of those. Give me yeah, give me the over on on that on that win total. Uh, but you, do y'all think he's gonna live up to the hype though? Or not the height. That's a that's a lot to ask for. What do we? What's a successful season for him? A Rod for Wemby. Yeah. Like stats wise or wins wise. What's a successful season for? Whether it's wins, stats, whatever it is. What do you think is a successful year one for him? <laughs> Let me see out of him at least at least ten rebounds. Because you're this freakish long uh, guy. Uh, Let's see a, an efficient three-point percentage since you're apparently this Euro star, too, on top of that. Um, I think 15, 16 points for him. I'm sure people are asking for 20, but I, I think they've got a, a, enough. I think people are undervaluing what Sochin brings to the team, and I think he's going to be a good complement with Wemby, both of them playing together, because this building of the foreign roster is starting all over again in, in San Antonio. And there's going to be another prospect next year that we're not thinking about, and he's going to come on over too. So <clears throat> I say like 15 and 10 or 15 Porzingis, and uh, Chris Dodds for Zinga's rookie year, four, he played 72 games, 14 points, seven rebounds, uh, 42% from the field. How many minutes? Is that is that uh, he played 28 minutes? Hmm. Is that's that about, sustainable? That's about right. He could do that. That's about right. Yeah, he could do that. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's only going to be playing 28 minutes, so I don't think he's going to be like you. You can't really take the over if your guy is only going to play 28 minutes a game. Uh, you think 28 minutes a game, 14 points a game, is six wins? But to me, he's going to average a little bit more than that because he is a little bit better. So you got him at 17 then. You got him around. So Chris Thompson's a, yeah, that's fair because Chris Thompson's not a good athlete. He just can shoot the ball. Uh, this man is actually a good athlete on top of the, the other athletes that he brings, <laughs> Yeah, Vic. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Vic's uh, Matt. Is Vic Matt? No, you said he's, he's, he's not a good, not athlete. good athlete. He's not a good athlete. My not bad. A good athlete. <laughs> he's not a good athlete. He can shoot the ball. Not Show a good me. Athlete. Please. <laughs> Please. Well, that's, all I, that's all I got. All right. My other team that I wanted to do too as well, pause, um, was the Atlanta Hawks. So I think their over under is one second, forty two and a half. I so don't like it. So pretty much Vegas is saying they're about a five, a little bit better than a five hundred team, but I think they're better than that. And I and I think Quinn Snyder's got something under his like. Well, I, I like Quinn. Quinn. I like Quinn Snyder over there, man. I don't know what it is. I I think he's gonna bring the best out of that squad. What do you guys think? Actually, I I take that back. They finally let uh, Collins go. Finally, after exactly. like five years. That's a good point. Very good point. And they just signed the USC kid to stay there to a big contract. Yep. Like, so yeah, I I say five hundred though. Say oh, you got him at forty-one. Dang, you got the under. All right. You know what? 
the, the Atlanta Hawks are one of those teams that they'll either suck or be good. To me, that's how I see Exactly. And I think Trey Young's got a lot to prove this year, and Quinn Snyder's going to get a lot out of Trey Young. Um, so, yeah, I'll take the over. I'll say that they went like 44, 45 right. games. And I, and I, I see, see, here's my perfect scenario for the Atlanta Hawks, right? There's a little bit of a chip on your shoulder with Trey Young, right, over the last couple of years. And not to mention, they might be one of the few teams that are trying to overachieve in the regular season, while some of these other kind of more seasoned teams yeah. like Milwaukee, Boston, you know, Philly, Miami might just be kind of cruising. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe, you know, I, I can see a situation where Atlanta, uh, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but maybe they mess around and, and get like a top four seed just because everybody else is kind of like, you know what? Like, well, we don't need to do that. We, we've noticed. That. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't need. They won't be able to do that. But, but they'll make the, they'll make they it will make the it. play Yes, in. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because you got to understand, Boston, uh, Cleveland, Miami, Milwaukee, Philly. I'm not that high on Cleveland already, this year. I like Cleveland. I think we right. saw the peak. I think we saw them peak, man. Imani Bates. Just remember that name because they stole that. He's been that saying man. it for years. He's been they saying it for years. They stole that man. So I've been I've been on this Imani Bates train for a few years. Pause. They stole that man. Pause. I <laughs> didn't stole that man in that in that draft. So yeah. Uh, but as we, before we wrap it up, everybody pick your team that's not your team that you're going to be following this year on League Pass. Go Vic. Magic. Sammy. Mine's the Indiana Pacers. I think they got a young oh, squad. That's, that's random. They got a young <laughs> squad. I like Matherin. Um, I, I like Shibwe. I like Shibwe in college, so I kind of want to see if he can become like a young type of Bam out of Bayo type player. Um, but And obviously, I, I really want to follow OKC, but I just don't think I'm going to be able to stay up every night to watch all those city games. So I'm like, you know what? Let me pick somebody on the East Coast or a little bit more on the East Coast. So I was like, I'll do it. I mean, they're in the Midwest. I, yeah, it's but still. Hour. Yeah, it's not like three hours, you know? It's not like Phoenix or <laughs> yeah. Portland. What about you, A-Rod? Oh, stop. Dame? Oh, Milwaukee? I'll go where Dame goes. You know what? Mine changes every year. Mine this year is going to be Portland. Uh, I want to see how Scoot, because Scoot Henderson is somebody I really want to follow. So I want to see how Scoot uh, and DeAndre Ayton and, and uh, Anthony, so I want to see how they look Simons. this year. So I'm going to I'm I'm try to watch the Portland games this year. On top of the Magic, for sure. But they won't have to be on League Pass. They'll be on uh, Bally Sports or whatever that crap is. So. That's all I got. All right, what do we do? What do we got for your Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference Finals. <clears throat> let's save that for another episode. Let's let's save that one for another one. Another let's wrap one? this. All right. Yeah. All let's right. let's let's wrap let's wrap it up and we'll do that because that way let's we can get, get... let's get through the first week of basketball and kind of just see yeah. how these teams actually look. And then I'm a there will be I should be ready by next week because it's still hard to tell. It's still too hard to tell right now. Also, one last thing yeah. that I wanted to get to, I want to just say it real quick. The Miami Heat disrespect is so real right now. The over-under is 44 and a half. Another, another hard sell on that one. I'm, I'm hitting that hard pause. 44 and a half over. Um, I think the disrespect is real. That's only three games over 500. I think the Miami Heat are way better than that. Not to mention that last yeah. year they were very injured. And I think they're going to be a little bit better. I think Tyler Hero is going to have a huge chip on his shoulder because all offseason everybody was talking about how he's not worth Damian Lillard. And I think he's going to be cooking. I think he's going to be cooking. I know he's not, but I'm saying, he, yeah. you know, that gives him a little bit more incentive. And that team, the last thing you need to do is give the Miami Heat any fire. And, you know, no pun intended. You I'll know just, what I mean? But 
I'm just happy that Jimmy Jimmy Butler came in with the permit. Now nah, he gonna kill it this year. You know that. <laughs> you don't come in with the permit, not kill it. So exactly. I agree. I agree. <laughs> he comes tonight's the night that I will fight for you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good. Yeah. All right, what can you find us at? All right, so you can find us on X at Fair underscore Weather Pod. You can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, search the Fair Weather Podcast, and wherever you subscribe or listen to the audio, you can catch the podcast audio there as well. Words of wisdom, somebody take it away. Usually it's Kay, maybe it's Sammy, maybe it's Vic. Somebody take it. NCAA, leave Jim Harbaugh alone. Look, he just wants to go win his ring. He's going to win his championship, and he'll go to the NFL. Because y'all been trying to get rid of him for so long. And I get it. It's cool. He's too big for the sport. Leave Jim Harbaugh alone because well, everybody knows every team does the same exact thing. So let's just leave that man alone and let him, let him live. Let my dog fly. Also, let all views live. expressed by me are solely mine. So don't cancel these guys. You can just cancel me. So just want, I had to, I had to clear Celtics? the air on that. You're going to Celtic and What's give us fucking fourth like? quarter leads all the time. And Payne Pritchard got... Two points now, by the way, boys and girls. Two points. And also, Caleb Williams. Williams, Caleb Williams. Mm, I don't know if he's him. Stop worrying about our fucking contracts. I don't know if he's him. We'll see. (laughs) See y'all next week.